Is it true? Is he worthy of it? Yes. Worthy of all of it. All of it. All of it. Well, I want to invite you tonight to completely testify as we go through this night. First of all, I want to say, this is awesome. Yeah. Is this not awesome? You guys, I mean, this is awesome. Okay. You guys, I want to give you permission to journey with me and, and have some conversation as we go through this night and testify, say amen, shout it out, whatever the Lord puts on your heart as we just tonight, we're going to testify. There are going to be six people in a little bit, at least six, they're going to testify to the whole world that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. They're going to witness to it. They're going to witness to what God has done in their life. But before we go on, I need to, I, I need to confess something to you guys that's been weighing on my heart for quite a while. My name is not actually Eric. It's actually April Fool's. Well, this is, this is the beginning of the most important week ever. It's Palm Saturday. Tomorrow's Palm Sunday. And if you haven't heard, in just a week from now, we'll be celebrating our risen Savior. Yes. Now, we celebrate Jesus every single day of every single week. Amen. Absolutely. But this is the beginning of the most important week in all of history. Yeah. Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. His disciples were with him and the crowd greeted him. They were excited. They had seen miracles. They had followed Jesus around the crowds and different people. The word had spread all around Judea. And they were all coming to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover celebration, which the Passover celebration, the Passover festival, really was about celebrating when back in, 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 in history, when the Israelites were in bondage, slavery in Egypt, and God had sent Moses to, set, to help set them free and to take them to the promised land. One of the plagues that was going to happen was the death angel was going to come. And the firstborn son of Egypt would die. And that would happen also in the homes of Israel had they not put lamb's blood on the doorpost. But when that lamb's blood was there, the death angel would pass by. The pastor. And since that happened, they celebrated the Passover festival celebration to remember that God had saved them and delivered them. Where here Jesus and his disciples and all of the Jews were coming into Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover festival. It was a time in which there probably would have been more people in Jerusalem than any other time of the year. And they had seen Jesus. And they had followed him. And they watched him. 
and they knew that there was something special about him. And word had come that he was coming in Jerusalem, and the crowds went out to meet him. And he did, he came. That was the beginning of the most important week of all of history. Over the next days, you can read in the Gospels things that happened. We encourage you to do that. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Things that happened in the temple. Times that Jesus taught. Things that the religious rulers schemed and had their plan was coming into fashion. Judas had had conversations. Well, as you know, come Thursday night, Jesus is having the Passover, the Last Supper with them. They're celebrating Passover together in the upper room. And Jesus says some very profound things. This is no longer the Passover celebration that you knew before. Because now, every time that you take this meal, you will be doing it remembering me. Amen. This cup is now my blood. This bread is now my body. His disciples had heard him teach and they had seen him do miracles and they knew who he was, but they still did not really understand what he was saying. They couldn't. How could they? How could have we? It's even hard for us to understand even now we, we read about the historical evidence. We know what he went through. We know that it's true. We know that the prophecies were fulfilled. But even for us, it's hard to understand how and what he meant. But we do by faith. But Jesus said, this is no longer that Passover. This is the new covenant. Because this moment in history will change all of history. Yeah. Yeah. And then he washed his disciples' feet. He showed them the full extent of his love. And then they found himself out in the Garden of Gethsemane, praying in anguish, as if sweats and drops of blood fell to the ground. And then he was arrested. And then he was tried. And then he was beaten. And then he was crucified on Friday. And then three days later, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the resurrection. We will celebrate that and hear all about that next week, but this is the beginning of the most important week in all history when it happened. And they witnessed it. They witnessed it. Tonight, we will witness Palm Saturday, the beginning of this week. But what did they witness? What had they witnessed? They witnessed, why was there such anticipation? So I want to encourage you and invite you tonight to witness the anticipation. Witness why the crowd came. Witness why they celebrated. Witness why they shouted Hosanna yeah. when Jesus rode in. Witness why they shouted Hosanna, which means a great expression of adoration, praise, and joy. The crowds had gathered and they had seen and they had heard the word had spread all about Jesus. They knew what they had heard and many had testified and witnessed to what they had seen Jesus do. And so he was coming. Witness what they saw. 
Witness why Jesus said, you know what, if they don't cry out, the stones will. Witness tonight, Jesus. John 12. The next day the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Picture the crowd. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter Zion. See, your king is coming seated on a donkey's pole. At first his disciples didn't understand. But only after Jesus was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him. And that these things had been done to him. And now the crowd that was with him that day was also the crowd that called, that was there when he called Lazarus from the tomb. And had raised him from the dead. Those people continued to spread the word about Jesus. They had witnessed it. Many people, because they had heard that he had performed that sign, went out to meet him. People had witnessed the miracles. They had witnessed the things that Jesus had done. And they wanted to meet him. They wanted to see him. Let me ask you, have you heard about the things that Jesus has done? Yeah. Does it make you want to meet him? Yeah. To know him? And to testify about him. Witness Jesus. Witness the miracles. Tonight, when you hear something that you know God has done, Jesus has done, and you've witnessed it, I just want to encourage you to shout as we go through these things. Witness the miracles. Here's just a few. That's right. Witness the miracles that Jesus did. Here's one in Luke. Jesus went to a town called Maine, and his disciples and a large crowd went with them. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. Now that's sad, isn't it? This lady had lost her husband and now her only son. And a large crowd from that town was with her. But look at this. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her and he said, Don't cry. Then he went up to and touched the bear they were carrying him on, and the bear stood still. Picture Jesus stopping them in their tracks. And there was a crowd that witnessed it. Larger crowd of the And he said, Young man, I say to you, get up. And look what happened. The dead man sat up. He sat up and he began to talk. And Jesus gave him back. To his mom. What a scene. Yeah. And then of course they were all filled with awe and they praised God. They said things like the great prophet has appeared among us. They said,
God has come to help his people. This news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and throughout the surrounding country. These people witnessed it. These things happened before, well, before Palm Sunday, before the day he rode in. People knew about things that Jesus had done. They had seen it, they had witnessed it, they had heard about the miracles, they had heard about the things. And you know what? They couldn't help but stay quiet about it. When Jesus does something in our lives, we can't help. The enemy may try to go, I didn't that didn't, nope, <laughs> no, the truth is, I witnessed it. When the enemy tries to tell you it didn't happen, you say to him, nope, I witnessed it. I experienced it. I felt it. I know it. I'm different. It's because of Jesus. I witnessed it. You claim the truth in Jesus' name. So we witnessed the things like Jesus has the power to bring life. Do you witness that? Does Jesus have the power to bring life? Yes. Jesus does have the power to bring new life. We're witness to it. Like we said before, there are going to be people that are going to be baptized tonight, and when they go down into the water, it represents the old is gone, the new has come, and Jesus has brought new life into them. Amen. We witness it. We testify to it. And what about this? Look in Luke 5. One day, Jesus was teaching, teaching, and the Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from the Judea and Jerusalem. And the power, of this, the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. And some, some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him up on into the house, and they couldn't, they couldn't do it. They couldn't find a way in. So because of that, because of the crowd, there were so many people around, they went up on the roof. They lowered him in a mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. What a scene. In fact, it's such a scene, I just want to show it to you. Watch this. Jesus, look at it. I saw what you did to the leper on the road this morning. My friend has been paralyzed since childhood. He has no hope but you. Please, do for him what you did for the letter.
repeat that. Jesus said, whoever lives believing in me will never die. Then he asks, do you believe this? Do you believe that Jesus has the power to resurrect and bring life into your soul? Into your circumstance? Into your situation? Into your home? Into your marriage? Into your mind? Into your body? Into your life? Jesus is the only one who has the power to do that. And he said it about himself. I am the resurrection and the life. Amen. And Pastor Marcia preached on living in light of eternity. And this is our life. And a thousand feet this way is eternity. This is our life on earth. We're living this right now. But everything else is eternity. No matter what. If we live believing in Jesus Christ, we will never, ever But Jesus also has the power to resurrect life on earth. And just like we heard, the crowd that had assembled there in Jerusalem had heard about him raising Lazarus from the dead. And so they wanted to meet this guy. They wanted to see this guy. And the disciples and all the different individuals and the crowds and during all these different miracles and teachings and preachings and bringing all the fish and loaves and feeding thousands of people. And the list goes on and on with the miracles that Jesus did that these people were witness to. They witnessed it. Here he comes, riding on a donkey's colt into Jerusalem for the Passover celebration. And it wasn't long after he had, risen, he had brought Lazarus back from the grave. We see it in John 11. Jesus, he came. And he said, take away the stone. Lazarus' sisters were there. And it was to them that he had actually said, I am the resurrection and life. If you believe in me, you will never die. Do you believe this? And she said, yes. They brought him to the grave of his friend. He says, take away the stone. And Martha's like, but Lord, he's been in there for four days. It probably smells really, really bad. But then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? I want you to know that Jesus is saying this to us tonight. If we believe and have faith, we will see the glory of God. I want to ask you to consider what situation you are praying for right now in your life. Is it money? Is it provision? Do you need a home? Do you need some level of plan for the future? Do you need a positive test result? You need clarity in your mind, in your soul. What is it that you're praying for tonight? Maybe there's an answer that you're seeking. You're in a season of waiting. Jesus is saying to all of us, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? And so they believed him. 
they took away the stone. And then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this for the benefit of those people standing here. That they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus then called out in a loud voice. He said it loudly, Lazarus, come forth. Come out. The dead man came out. <laughs> okay. So the crowd is witnessing this. They witnessed it. And they told people all over the place about it. And these people in Jerusalem and all over the place had heard about the things that Jesus had done. And so they came and they were they were shouting, Hosanna. When he rode into Jerusalem. <laughs> Amazing. But Lazarus was bound. He was bound up. He had the grave clothes on. And so then Jesus said to them, Take off those grave clothes and let them. How many of you have ever witnessed that Jesus can bring freedom? Witness the freedom that Jesus Christ brings when he says, get those great clothes off, let them go. I know that there are people in here tonight that have witnessed and testified, even on this stage of times, of the chains that have fallen off. The things that have bound in the past but are now gone. Praise God, right? We got to say, praise the Lord God for the things that we have witnessed in our life. I mean, Jesus Christ has helped us so much that we can say, I am free because of Him. Because of His blood. Because of His sacrifice. Because of His miraculous power that not only caused this chain to fall, that caused the tumor to shrink and caused that answer to come and caused that door to open and actually caused that one to shut and then brought an opportunity this way and then said, nope, actually I'm telling you to walk this direction and He said in His Word, you know what? Walk in this way. Don't turn the right or the left, but walk in this way. That's the way to go. And then you took that step of faith, and the next thing you know, there's freedom. That's right. That's right. What is your testimony that you can witness to, that you can say, Jesus did that, God said that, I took the step, and next thing you know, here we are. And I am more free now than I was then. And I didn't think I could be, because I doubted. But Jesus actually said not only to Martha, but said to me, if you believe and not doubt, you will see the glory of God. Yeah. And you know what? You've seen it, haven't you? You've seen the glory of God, haven't you? You've seen the glory of God, haven't you? But we're witness to it, because it's real and it's true. Hallelujah. Witness the miracles. Have you seen a miracle in your life? Anybody in here? Have you ever seen a miracle in your life? In your own life? Maybe it's physical, maybe it's emotional, maybe it's mental, maybe it's spiritual. I don't know. Maybe it's all of it, but you've experienced a miracle in your life. And let me ask you this. Is there anybody in here that knows Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Then you've experienced a miracle in your life. There's one more miracle that I want to testify to you tonight.
that I've witnessed. In light of these wonderful baskets, by the way, it's men's baskets. <laughs> Uh, these, these are awesome.
going so high and she's having so much fun and she's laughing and you're laughing in the in the video there and and she's she's absolutely loving it and then a little bit later we're in another place in the mall and this is the smile that's on little Ruthie's face look at that and and last week they're in the writing these things and they're having the time of their life i have witnessed in a new way a foster child being loved and taken care of and an understanding that she's safe and that she is accepted and cared for and loved. And it has changed her. She's not the same little girl. And Daniel and Lex are an example of foster parents that we're super proud of. Not just, I mean, there are children, but and we're so proud of them, but we're proud of all foster parents. I mean, these gifts are gonna to go to foster parents. And it's amazing what some love will do. So I want to encourage you guys, in light of what this is happening, in light of that story and the testimony that I've witnessed in little Ruthie and in Daniel and Lex, witness this. Witness how love changes us. How love, real love, changes us. And so in light of that, I want to encourage us to witness Jesus. Real love. Jesus. This week that we're going into right now is the most important week in all history. It changed the world, changed my life, changed, we pray, everyone's life in here. And if you have never yet understood in a real way the love of Jesus, we want to encourage you tonight to take a step of faith and invite Jesus Christ into your heart to be your Lord and your Savior. He is the example and the definition of real love. And real love changes us. So tonight as we respond and take some time and pray and respond to the tangible, real love of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, I want to encourage you in light of everything that we've talked about tonight and that you've seen and that you've seen in your life, that you've witnessed, that you have witnessed, to take a step. And if you've not stepped towards Christ recently, step towards Him tonight. Step towards the love of God, Jesus. During this response time, you can light a candle on either side, and the candle represents Jesus, the light of the world. And maybe you have a situation that you're praying for, and you're, you just want to light a candle and let that represent. And certainly, these steps and these front rows, there's space for you to kneel and pray about things, about situations, or maybe about your own life, about your own heart. But tonight, Take a step. Step towards real love. 
step towards Jesus Christ. This next week, as you think about what Jesus experienced and what he went through, and as you read about it in the Gospels, and as you pray about it, and as you listen to songs about it, and the next Saturday as we celebrate Easter together, and as you go through this week, I want to encourage you tonight, if you have not stepped towards Jesus in a long time, take that step. You will experience this next week in a whole new way. It will, it will be so, rather than a little bit distant or whatever, you will just be so encouraged in your soul because you can't, you can't help but not be because Jesus Christ, he lived and he died and he did it. He did it for us. And he is the example of real love. And it's true. Real love does make a difference. Makes the biggest difference in our lives. God, we love you and we thank you and we praise you right now. And God, thank you for your love.